International Orienteering Podcast Mapping Compass Navigation Skill Orienteering Competition International Orienteering Podcast International Orienteering Podcast will of course have a big preview of Yukula uh, Relay this uh, adventure in uh, Finland in the middle of June every year um, we both have been running this relay for lots of times and uh, this year we can uh, see that it's uh, 1695 teams entered for this uh, world's biggest relay it's uh, a bit more than 100 more teams in the Yukula relay and in the Venla relay and how how are you feelings for Yukula Eva? I know you're going there for a camp uh, a couple of days before. Yes, yeah, so as we mentioned in the in the women's uh, relay preview, uh, so if you haven't been listening to that, have a look at that too. It's a separate podcast uh, to keep them a bit smaller, so it's not three hours in one podcast. Um, but so yeah, I'm going. We are recording this on Tuesday evening. Uh, I'm going to Finland on Wednesday. Uh, the weather look, the weather forecast looked amazing. It will be the warmest, probably the warmest Yukula uh, in in my time. Maybe or it was it was quite hot also in 2018 in Lahti. Uh, so yeah, something like this again. Uh, we can expect temperatures over 25 degrees uh, even in in the night when there, even when the relay starts at 11 o'clock and then in the night it will be very warm so you can all leave the thermo at home uh, and it will be a very very nice weekend i think uh, great terrain uh, tough courses technically terrain demanding uh, hopefully we will see a lot of a lot of exciting gps stuff with a lot of mistakes and a relay where things are changing on the way uh, and we know uh, we mentioned in the Venla preview podcast uh, uh, the girls they are uh, running uh, daylight uh, afternoon uh, and uh, but the Yukula relay they are starting uh, eleven o'clock in the afternoon and uh, it's uh, dusk until until dark in the first leg uh, twelve twelve and a half uh, kilometers then it's uh, uh, almost thirteen kilometers dark um, in the second leg. This used to be the darkest time of the Yukula uh, relay. Then you have the this will, will uh, some call the long night at the Yukula, uh, a bit more than 14 kilometers dark to dawn. Then you have this uh, what we call uh, the boys' legs, uh, number four and five. Number four is uh, a bit more than eight kilometers dawn today, and then you have daylight the rest of the relay in five, six, and seven. Leg number five is uh, around 9.5 kilometers. Um, and uh, number six is uh, n- a bit uh, shorter leg there. Maybe we should call this a uh, boy, uh, boy scout leg with uh, b- uh, 9.1 kilometer daylight. And then you have uh, 15 kilometers uh, day orienteering in the last leg. And here we will see the men uh, doing up of the victory in the... Uh, uh, front of the field and it's almost 19 minutes orienteering uh, in the morning that's tough sport Eva. It, it's really tough uh, I think uh, yeah this, so the last leg it's 87 minutes uh, 15 kilometers as I said almost 450 meters of climbing uh, starting at 5.30 in the morning for the front 
uh, it's going to be uh, a super hard uh, leg for those who are running there. Uh, I think there is, yeah, so this year, normally at Jukla, there is two short legs. This year, it's three short legs. Um, and therefore, yeah, I think both the, yeah, so both the second leg, the third leg, and the last leg is maybe a few minutes longer than what it's been lately. Uh, I think uh, we can um, hear with the, the guy who uh, know how to both uh, run the last leg, but uh, he didn't do that uh, last year, uh, Emil Svansk. Uh, but uh, he was uh, number five. Now he was running leg number six uh, last year in the winning team, Suatuna, who has been winning three times in a row. I think we can listen to uh, a talk we had with him um, a couple of days ago. Uh, Emil Svensk, we know that uh, you've been winning Jukla the three last times with uh, Stortuna. But uh, this year's uh, Tiumila was no great success. So how are you looking forward to Jukla? Yeah, that's true. We, we, uh, Tiumila this year was not the best one, but uh, we quite quite satisfied, satisfied with Tiumila. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard when the, uh, it's a long night in the <laughs> on Tiumila. But uh, of course we're look, looking forward to Jukla this year also. But uh, this year's team was a bit like Jukla, not so long night and uh, good weather and uh, yeah, but you didn't even though uh, uh, perform good. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's uh, not, not 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 so many days ago uh, since Jukla, uh, since team this year. So uh, we will see. But I think the shape for everyone is uh, going better, better. So I hope so. You got at least really good answers at uh, team with the uh, fastest time on last leg and. Yeah, last Jukla, you were lending away the last leg to your little brother, Victor. Will you take it back this year? Yeah, we will see. I I think I go for a last leg this year. Uh, But uh, Victor is also a fast runner. So, yeah, we will see. But uh, I think I go for a last last one. But uh, after three victories, uh, what is the key for success in Jukla? It's a hard question. But uh, I think it's uh, to have... Seven good runners and uh, just uh, run orienteering in, in good flow. So yeah. And uh, will it be four in a row? Yeah, of course. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank. Emil Svensk there, uh, but uh, Stuartuna they of course as uh, bit number one, uh, and in this uh, preview podcast. Uh, we uh, uh, look at the teams and predict uh, we are starting uh, with the highest bit number. And uh, definitely this year, uh, as we mentioned in the preview for Venla, the Danish team, uh, Pan Aarhus, uh, uh, they uh, didn't dare to enter the team in uh, in time. So they've got uh, quite a high bit number, Ivo. Yeah, so in the in the yeah in the start list they are listed as number sixteen hundred and ninety eight, and uh, yeah, I think they they will have uh, Andreas Bokbjørnsen on the first leg. He was number six at the first leg at Humila. If he is starting as number sixteen hundred and ninety eight in the last row, and if he managed to get in the top six at the end of the leg, that would be like one of the greatest achievements in the history of orienteering. Uh, I guess they might be able to, like you know, be moved in a bit in front and then start in like a regular position. Uh, but it would be for us that is not a part of the team. Just looking at it from the outside, it would be funny uh, to see a fast runner like Bob Bjørnson starting in the last row and see how many guys can he pass before he reaches the star triangle.
uh, how do you how do you uh, uh, stipulate uh, how much they will lose uh, on this one? I, I think uh, they will lose uh, a minute uh, to the start triangle, and then, then it will be tough uh, with the space elbowing uh, all the way on the uh, on the whole first leg for uh, uh, Bok Bjornsson. Yeah, I think uh, around a minute, uh, maybe 45 seconds to a minute from the start to the start triangle. Uh, and then it's going to be for the last first three, four kilometers, it will be a, a lot of passing slower runners. Uh, so maybe you can say you can, yeah, maybe two around two minutes uh, lose, lost, two and a half minutes maybe lost just because of the start position, if they have to start in the back on the first three, four kilometers. And then you have the problem that when you reach the yeah, the number where you should be, then the front will have a big gap. Uh, so yeah, if you're starting from that far behind, you can lose maybe three or four minutes just because of the start position. Uh, one of uh, the teammates uh, he has in Denmark, he said, uh, it's good that we have the Danish champs uh, in the sprint distance uh, on the first leg in both the women and men's relay so they can sprint a bit uh, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, really tough because you have to uh, look at the map and uh, pass people and uh, run like hell yep and Panoris they were number 40 at Jumila uh, but they did really well uh, in the beginning of the relay they were visible there Bokbjörnsen had a good first leg and yeah they were in the top 15 for quite a bit uh, I think yeah uh, yeah, a position maybe around top 30 should be within reach, uh, but then they need to have have a good relay. Uh, and uh, one team uh, that uh, has also potential to do a good relay is uh, uh, Bredarid. They have uh, almost uh, half the BIP number of uh, Panorius. Yes, yeah, so they are with number 695. They were disqualified. I think they were disqu- they were disqualified last year and they were disqualified at Timila. So I think for Bredarid, it should be the main focus should be we need to get to the finish with all the punches correct this time. Uh, and then hopefully we will see a interesting battle between them and yeah, they're not the neighbor club, but almost neighbor club, uh, Veksjö Oke, uh, which was number 27 at Timila and a solid team uh, so that could be an interesting fight there like from the uh, the southern sweden with these two clubs and maybe we can see a fight on the last leg between axel elmla and noel brown uh, the two king of the junior the juniors uh, jaywalk last year um, where elmla has taken the step up and become a really really good elite runner in the first year uh, noel brown is one year younger and he's still a junior and he's entering the jaywalk in Romania in a few weeks' time as the big, big favorite. So, yeah, Bredarid and Vecha, they both have some yeah, some very interesting teams for the future, young runners uh, and also very young, promising talent that could turn into superstars in Axel Elmda and Will Brown in a few years' time. Yeah, at least uh, junior stars. And uh, Elmda is uh, showing that uh, the national team suit uh, in the senior class also uh, fits uh, for him. He is, uh, yeah. He was not uh, in the team for world champs, but uh, he had his debut uh, doing good in the World Cup in Norway, and uh, definitely a uh, uh, runner for the future. Um, 
And uh, if we scroll down in the BIP numbers, we have stuck with the number 85. Yep, and uh, that's one of the big, big favorites. Uh, and the reason they are number 85 is that they managed to miss punch last year on the sixth leg for both the first team and the second team. Uh, and then we're talking Tampere Pirinte. Uh, I think Pascal Bux mispunched in the first team and Fabian Ebersholt mispunched in the in the second team on the same leg. Uh, so yeah, we will see if they dare to put them in the team this year, but uh, I think so. Uh, you've done an interview with Elias Kuka, uh, so we will our listeners will hear that soon. Uh, but there he says that the teams were going to be selected already after the World Championship selection races last week. So the teams are selected, but uh, we we don't know it. Uh, so we have to guess. Uh, and I think they have a very, very hard team to, to select. Uh, many good options and also uh, a few options that change the entire dynamics and structure of the team. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm going for that they are trying to copy uh, what worked well at uh, Tumila. And therefore, I think they're going for Fabian Eberschold on the last leg again. Um, Florian Hovalt is an extremely good runner, uh, but he's not the last leg killer. Um, Elias Kuka is a very good long distance runner, but he's he's not a killer in the end either. And uh, and he's also been struggling a bit with injury, so he's maybe not at 100%. Uh, while Eberschold indeed is a very... Yeah, he's a bit unstable around here. Uh, I even beat him at the race uh, last weekend in, in Switzerland. So uh, he can be very much hit and miss. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, long relay leg, last leg where like big part of the course is unforked in the end. Uh, that should suit him very well. And he has a very strong finish that he showed when he completely uh, parked uh, Luca Basse in the sprint for Tumila. Uh, so yeah, with Eberschold on the seventh leg, uh, I think they might start with another Swiss. So the whole team will be a Swiss sandwich. Uh, with Pascal Bux on the first leg, Fabian Eberschold on the last leg, Florian Hovald should run the sixth leg. And then I think Elias Kuka is running the third leg. Uh, Severik Kimmelainen has been good this year. I'd put him on the second leg. And then you have a lot of guys to to fill in the last two spots. Uh, Alex Isorksa is definitely one of them. Uh, Alex Inimi could be another one. If it's Niemi, uh, then I think Sorksa will run four and Niemi five. If it's uh, Erola or Anton Kuka, then I think that guy will run the fourth leg and Alex Isorksa will run the fifth leg. We know that uh, Alex Niemi has struggled a bit with injuries this year. Um, he didn't run the book selection races in Switzerland, maybe because he was struggling with injuries again, or maybe because he was, yeah, it's not going to be World Championship for me this year. I'm focusing on, on Nukola. So to summarize, I think the team will be Pascal Box, Severi Kimmelainen, Elias Kuka, Alexis Oxa, Alex Iniemi, Florian Hovald, and Fabian Eberschold. And that's a team that should definitely fight for, for the podium. Uh, and maybe... If they can place Fabian Abershold in the right place out on the last leg, and he's a bit lucky with the forking, he's having a good day, uh, then I think there's very few people that want to have a sprint with him in the end. But um, the challenge for uh, Tampa and Pirant, uh, they, they um, yeah, I will call it uh, bullseye maybe, uh, not Tiumila. 
then you uh, everything uh, less than that will be a disappointment on uh, Yukla. But uh, maybe they're uh, good enough to handle. We can at least uh, listen to Elias Kuka, what he thinks in front of the relay this uh, weekend. Uh, Elias Kuka, uh, we are um, looking forward for um, Jukola and I uh, suspect that Tampa and Pirant also are doing that um, after a second place in Tiumila. But uh, then they were running without you. How is it in front of Jukola? Will you run Jukola? Yeah, for sure. I'm now injury free and uh, right now full focus uh, on Jukola. And without you, uh, as I said, uh, in Team Mali, you were number two, uh, under two minutes behind the winner team. Uh, what's ambitious for Jukola? Uh Of course, it's really good. We have uh, two really good teams and uh, also some good guys are dropping out to the third team. And then uh, personally, I'm happy to be able to run and I think that uh, we can improve from Team Mila. Yeah, and the rumors are telling that you are uh, hiding for the victory. Uh, is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, it's always. And uh, what's the secret? Will you run the last leg and how will you set up the team? Uh, actually, I don't know yet. Uh, it's going to be team selections tomorrow, like the day after the long distance selection race for WOC. Right now, they let the runners focus on this and... So I, I don't really know what's my leg, but yeah. But uh, in Finland, um, we know that uh, all the best runners in the world are aiming for WUK, but in Finland, Jukola is quite uh, important also. Uh, how will you rank that? Uh, personally, I I ranked that uh, as uh, third or second uh, goal after WUK and Tiumila. And then it comes to World Cup and... Um, yeah, it's really big in Finland. Uh, like some of the runners from our club, they wanted to stay at home to focus on Jukola, even though I would say they would have quite good uh, chances to run World Cup in Czech Republic. But they decided to stay home and train for Jukola. But that uh, shows also good uh, team spirit in the club. and. Uh... Yeah, uh, is the team spirit good enough to beat uh, Antonio who won Tiumila and maybe also a big threat uh, Stortuna has won three years in a row? Uh, yeah, it is. It is big enough. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of good teams. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we we have an advantage on our side because I we, we, we know the terrain type really well and yeah, we are really well prepared. Uh, sounds good. It will be exciting. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Elias Kuka, they're uh, talking about uh, Tampa and Pirant. Uh, they have uh, bit number 85 and we are going downwards on the start list. Uh, but uh, we are picking out uh, snacks uh, also. And uh, some uh, snacks is in bit number 68, uh, Ivo. Yep, there we have Hagabi, the Swedish club, uh, that have got some nice uh, strengthening this year with Jekke Lysel. Uh, Jekke was injured at Tiumila, and I'm not sure if he's running Jukola. I hope so. I think I saw, saw him in some results list in Sweden a few weeks ago, so I think he should be back running. 
Uh, and if he's running and Martin Rigborn is running and Philip Dahlgren is running, they have a very good core uh, of the team. I expect them to then start with Jekyllisel on the first leg, Victor Larsson on the second leg and Philip Dahlgren on the third and then save Rigborn for the last leg. And yeah, it's a team that can fight for a top 25 on a good day. Uh, if, if they're going with these three in the beginning and Jekyllisel is in good form, there is no surprise if they are fighting for a top 10 after three spots, after three legs, and then they might drop down quite a bit until Regborn can start some climbing on the last leg again. Uh, very good on a three-man three relay, uh, but still a bit too thin to fight for the top, top spots uh, over seven men. Uh, so, uh, from 68, we will um, jump down to 61, last, le- last year's uh, organizer. Yep, MS Palma, uh, and they were number 13 at Tiumila, so this is a really, really good team. And at Tiumila, they were they were doing really well in the last half of the relay. Uh, I think like the last five runners were running all top 15 leg times, and they were climbing a lot of spots. Uh, but they lost too much time in the beginning at Tiumila, and at Yukola, they can't do that. So they need to need to go strong on the first uh, three legs, especially on the third and the second and the third. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how they how they put the team together. Uh, I think they have six very, very good runners. And then the last spot in the team is very open. And potentially it's a spot uh, that where they can lose a lot of time. So I think those six good runners, I think they will go from leg two to number seven. And then they will go with the, with the gambling on the first leg. So on second leg, I expect them to put Topi Pentinen, a strong finish runner that is being running really well this year and also has a lot of experience in relay. Uh, Artur Talvinen should be running the third leg if he is fit and strong. He's a very good orienteer. He's been yeah, close to the Finnish national team many times in the last few years. Uh, Eero Heinonen on the fourth leg is a good solid technical runner. Christo Heinman, uh, the Estonian guy that is new in the club this year, I'd put him on the fifth leg. And then I would finish with Jonas Hubacek and Axel Ruhula. Uh, and then the the question is like who is going to run the first leg? Uh, Tuka Mäkinen he ran the first leg at Tiumila and he did okay. I think he lost three and a half minutes. Uh, Arten Popov the Russian guy he was running the long night at Tiumila. He's a very strong physically runner, but he can be very very unstable. And yeah, it's been times where he has been losing a lot of times in 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 Yukula where he's been running. Um, key legs for them before uh, and then the third option is the junior guy Jürgen Jonas the Estonian guy very fast runner and he was running in the second team at Jumila uh, but he was in the top 10 on the first leg there so yep very high potential but do they trust a, a junior on the first leg that hasn't been running in the first team before I don't know uh, I think perhaps Tuka Mäkinen is the safe bet and yeah, I think MS Parma has a really, really good team. So they can afford to take the safe bet here. And if things goes well in the first leg, they are a team that should fight for a top 10. Uh, it will be really nice uh, and interesting uh, to see uh, who they choose on the first leg. But uh, as you uh, suggest, a safe bet is good uh, uh, for uh, yeah to be uh, to be there uh, in the changeover to leg number two. Because it's quite a lot of tension in the relay when you're running out there in the first leg. So some routine is good. And a team with uh, uh, lots of good performances uh, earlier on in Yukola, Malin Suko, 
It's BIP number 57. Yep, but they were disqualified last year. So it was like the second team that finished 57. And they have a team that is should be a contender for a top 15 spot. They were number 16 at Umila. And I think they would have been around 15 last year without the mispunch. Uh, so they have a good team. They are... Yeah, Willem Lin is the big star name of the team, but he's been struggling with injuries. He was back running Tiumila. Uh, I don't think he's ready for the last leg yet, uh, so I expect him to run like the sixth leg, and then they will finish with John Bergeson. Uh, he's been running last leg for them at Jukola last year. He's running last leg for them at Tiumila. <laughs> Strong runner. Uh, not not the most stable technical orienteer, but uh, he's been running good relay legs in the last few years. And they have good Swedish runners in the beginning of the relay. Hugo Lillestrøm is a good runner. Uh, Oskar Sandberg has been really good this year. Uh, he's like, uh, you know, the first time I heard about Oskar Sandberg, that was at Uringen. I think it was in 2007 when he was running Men 12 and he was, uh, he finished the, the chasing start on the last day of Uringen before number two in the class had started. Of course, it was really short courses, but uh, I mean, he was so dominant in in men twelve, um, and then he 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 never could live up to that. But uh, I will never forget that. Uh, he uh, uh, his sister also was really talented, uh, both in orienteering and ski orienteering. Frida, they both uh, from uh, Sätabygns Uko. And uh, do you know what uh, Sätabygn is most uh, known for? No idea. I've just been driving past there a few times. Uh, I never stopped and I never put much interest in Sätebygden, to be fair. So, please enlighten me. Have you heard the name Thomas Quick? Ooh! He, he has like... been living in the mental uh, hospital in Sät- in Sätar uh, for a long time. And uh, that's uh, Sätebygden uh, most known for. So, uh, but uh, that's a really serious story about... Uh, a guy who admitted some murder back in the days. But uh, uh, will uh, Marling Suko do a murdering relay this weekend? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, they have a team that can do a solid performance. Uh, they can limit the time loss in the night uh, and they can limit the time loss in the morning. Um, if they, yeah, there were 16 at Tumila. If they do something similar, I think they should be very happy with that. Uh, back in the days, uh, 20 years ago, uh, I was talking about epic uh, sprint finish in the women's uh, relay, uh, Venlo. And uh, Marlings Uko, they were in an epic uh, sprint finish in uh, 2002 in Ukula relay. They ended uh, up as number five in this uh, sprint finish. But they were 10 seconds down on the winner as number five. Can you imagine, uh, imagine that, uh, uh, that sprint finish? I think we talked about it. Uh, I think you quizzed me on this uh, some some episodes ago. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, and I've seen the photos, and it was like a tight battle and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will be. I will be really surprised if Marlung is in the sprint finish for the victory this year, and I will be really surprised if there is five teams within ten seconds this year. Uh, but yeah, uh, so over the time of history, we have had some quite epic fights for the victory and I hope we will get the epic fight this year and not one team cruising to to victory where the excitement is not really there for the last half an hour of the race or something like that no uh, but uh, I don't I don't think Marling will fight for the finish uh, 
victory this uh, year, uh, but they will be up there and maybe uh, call out the relay. We will hope so. And a team that uh, almost always call out the relay in Tiumila at least is uh, Uko Damsan. Yeah, and you know, you can say that in, in two ways because uh, the Densen shirt is quite uh, quite special with uh, like, yeah, is it purple? Uh, dark purple. Uh, they are quite easy to see at least, dark purple or brown. Um, and they have a good team. They were number 15 at Jumila. Uh, they are running without Timo Suter. The Swiss runner is not coming for the for these races, but they still have some, yeah, some solid runners. Uh, August Molien uh, will likely run the last leg and then they have a bunch of French runners that is is good uh, I hope to see former Junior World Championship Basil Basset running um, I've not seen too much of him this year but if he's coming he should be a, a strong a strong runner in this team uh, Algirdas Parkevicius, the Lithuanian guy has been has become a really really good relay runner uh, I expect him to take a heavy leg in the night, perhaps the third leg, and then they might find spot for, yeah, for for Anton Tinong, uh, the former wonder kid, uh, winning Nordic champs medals in junior class back in two thousand nine in Finland. Uh, he was running a good Tiumila leg actually. So yeah, I think uh, Uko Densen, they are a team that when you look at this, you you look at this, you know, the names in the start list, you think ah, it's it's nothing special, but they are. They are very good relay runners, and with the, a last leg runner like August Molien, if he gets yeah some good group to run with, uh, we know he has a good finish sprint, uh, then he can collect quite a lot of spots in the last uh, in the last leg. Uh, uh, yeah, I hope to see the legend uh, Anton Tinong in uh, the Uko Dancer team. Uh, that uh, that I would appreciate that he had an epic uh, homepage back then. Um, and from Densan, we jump to Will Noska, with number 35. Yep, and now we're a team that has, uh, you know, a proper legend in the team. Uh, uh, Will Noska will come with a very, very strong team. Um, last year they were number 35, but then they were missing some of the runners because of the World Championship. Uh, they were number 21 at Tiumila. Uh, not a great performance, and I think there's a lot more potential in this team. Uh, so from what I understand, the team is uh, Florian Moser on the first leg. Uh, he's been running first leg from Norska basically all the time the last few years. And he's a physically strong runner, technically not the most stable. And he's like the, I would say he's the, he's the big risk in the team uh, because they have a lot of good runners later on. Uh, on second leg, they will have Jonas Ecke. Uh, he injured himself at the World Cup in Norway in April. And I think most people thought that, yeah, the season is over for him now. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't that bad at his first look. And the recovery has been going much faster than expected. And he's back running. Uh, he's a he's a he's a good relay runner. He's proven many times that he's uh, he's a very good night orienteer. He's been running a lot of good night legs in the, in Timila Nicola. Uh, Daniel Hubman will run the third leg, from what I've heard. Um, then Jonas Geispiele will run the fourth leg. Remo Rouge will run the fifth leg. Mattia Grindle will run the sixth leg. And Joey Hardon will run the last leg. So if I mentioned the first leg to be the big risk, uh, if Florian Moser can limit the time losses, I think uh, there will be very few teams that are faster than Uwe Norska on leg two and three. So they should be in a really good position after three legs. 
and then they have runners that is physically strong and also technically quite good in Nordic terrain. Uh, so they should be able to limit their losses very well on the leg four, five, and six, and then send out Joey Hardorn in in a good spot. And Joey Hardorn, he's he can be he can be the best on the in the world on a good day, uh, and he can be worse than me on other days. So we will see what version of Joey Hardorn meet uh, that will come to the start line. But yeah, they are a team that. I think they can fight for a top 10. Uh, yeah, I also think so. Uh, they have great potential there, but uh, I don't think they uh, get out uh, their potential in the big relays lately. Uh, in Tumil, actually, Daniel Hoopman asked me to take a picture of him uh, because uh, we are running so bad that uh, no one else uh, are taking a picture of us, he said. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they were struggling in the... They were struggling in Tiumila, uh, but partly because they were missing both Jonas Ekir and Jonas Geisbühler. Uh, and now they have those two in the team, and I think that makes a big difference uh, for those night legs. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they, they will lose time on leg four, five, and six, but not necessarily a lot of time. So if they are doing really well in the beginning, they might be in the top five after three legs, then they drop down to maybe 15th, and then Joey Harder needs to run a good last leg. Uh, from uh, Will Noska to another team that uh, was uh, disappointing uh, last year in uh, Jukola. Yeah, I think it's another team that was disqualified in Jukola last year, uh, Helsingin Sunnestajat. So they are running with bib number 22, no, sorry, 27. Uh, and I think that was the result of the second team last year. Um, so they are a team that should be fighting for the podium, maybe even fighting for the victory. I think when we did our preview of the whole season, or like in yeah, in 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 the first weekend of January, where we predicted what will happen this year, I think I said that uh, Helsinki Sunnestad will win Jukola. Uh, I'm not that confident now, uh, but they are a team that should fight for the victory here. Uh, very very good team with. Very good runners in key positions of the of the of the relay. Uh, I think they will start with Arthur Syrelainen on the first leg. Uh, then I expect Einari Heinaru to run the second leg. Uh, Toppy Syrelainen he should run the third leg, and by then they should be in the front group. Uh, and then Veli Kangas and Thomas Heikila on the two short ones just after the third one to limit the losses. Stay in, try to stay in the front group, and then put up everything for a smash on the last two legs where they would have Mattia Perin and Ole Oenau. And I think on a good day, they can win. Uh, but it, it takes uh, it takes a little bit of luck. And the three the three star runners, Toby Syrelein and Mattia Perin and Ole Oenau, really need to be at their best game uh, for that to happen. They were number seven at Tiumila. Uh, I think they were number three at Jukola two years ago in Rovaniemi. So they have shown that they are they belong up in the front, um, and then whether it's good enough to be number number three again or to actually win or to be number seven, we will have to wait and see. Uh, the lack some uh, good shape on uh, Oyano in the selection races in Switzerland. Uh, I don't know if, if it was the shape or it was the mental or it was the technical, but uh, they need a really uh, good. Uh, uh, last leg runner to be up in uh, what we are talking about podiums and uh, maybe also victory. Definitely, and then of course, uh, as we said, uh, Jukola goes in Porvoo this year. Uh, Porvoo is forty minutes away from Helsinki, 
so the terrain type should really suit Helsinki's on the start. So then we will see how good they can perform on the day, uh, but they are definitely in in the fight for the victory. Uh, one team uh, who has won Yukla uh, many times, uh, Beklag, yeah, they are going with the BIP number 26 uh, this year's Yukla. They had a good uh, Tiumila for a long time, going out on the last leg as number 10. Uh, what do we think about Beklag yeah, in Yukla? Yeah, they would be an interesting team. Uh, I think we will see them in the beginning of the relay, and then they might fade a bit. Uh, 17th at Yumila, 26th at Yukula last year. I think if they can be around tw- number 20, that would be a good day for them. Uh, they have some some question marks regarding Ralph Street, uh, and that's not good because he's their best runner. Uh, he really had a bad twist of the ankle in in the selection races in Switzerland. And I'm not sure if he can actually run. I saw, yeah, he said that he's been testing a bit on running on path and it still don't feel really good. Uh, I hope he can be able to run. Uh, But yeah, I expect him to maybe run a shorter leg. So I think they will go with the same start as they did in Tumila. Henry McNulty on the first leg, the Australian guy. And then Anders Wiste on the second leg. Uh, at Tumila, at they had Ralph Street on the long leg and Seaman Westlund on the last leg. I expect Seaman Westlund to run to run the, the third leg here. And then, you know, have Sven Helmile and Jo Forsadingor for the two short legs. Nice. Then Ralph Street for the last short leg on number six and then finish with Cornelius Björk. Uh, from what I heard, the junior guy, Jonas Ingerd, that ran really well at Tumila third leg. He's been struggling with some injury issues, and I think he's not running. So, um, Backlog had uh, great success in um, in Tiemil with the setup, but uh, they need uh, to uh, have a new success. They need um, definitely a rough street. Uh, uh, he is uh, streetwise and good in uh, such uh, such relays. So, uh, but uh, we will hope to see him. Uh, but uh, also, a such runner will not uh, take any chances uh, when we know there is um, world champs coming up. Nope. And then we can jump to the next team, number 25, uh, Iko Hope, Husqvarna. They were number 22 at Timula. Not, not a great performance for them. They have an interesting team, but not a team that is good enough to fight in the absolute top yet. Maybe in, in a few years' time. Uh, they have an extremely interesting guy in Jakub Shalupski. Uh, last year he was running first leg as a 19-year-old and he was coming back as number three. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he will run the first leg or maybe if they will save him for the last leg. Uh, but he's the, he's the best or most interesting runner in the team. Uh, and then they have a bunch of yeah, it's pretty good, pretty solid uh, younger Swedes that are always performing well in the relays, uh, like Simon Harden and uh, Ulle Karlsson, for example. And yeah, a lot of others that have been performing well, especially in Timila. Uh, last year they were extremely good at Timila. This year they were slightly disappointing at Timila. Uh, but they have a team that, uh, yeah, suddenly we see them quite a lot in, during the night and then they're limiting the time losses and they can finish in the top 15 but i think yeah 25 last year i expect them to be somewhere around the same this year uh you know that uh eco hope uskana or eco hakas uh, as they had uh, was named uh, back then 
it was uh, uh, before um, Yves Koyetbog won uh, in 20, um, 2017. It was the last time a winner from Sweden was uh, uh, Iko Hoppe when they won in 95. So they have been uh, up there in uh, Jukola 30 years ago. Yeah, was it 94 maybe? I think didn't Antenu win in 95. Yeah, 94 maybe. Yeah, but not, not as, as sometimes in the 90s. Ah, maybe it was later. Uh, you know, I was a very small boy back then. Uh, but it was sometimes in the 90s, uh, I think, uh, but I don't know the year. Um, but, but yeah, uh, Ikope, they will not win this year, that's for sure. Uh, neither will uh, IFK Mora, but uh, they have an interesting team. Yeah, I'm not sure if they have a team that uh, might do well in the beginning. Uh, but if it's an interesting team, I'm not sure. Uh, I probably used those words. They were number 45 at Jumila. Big disappointment. Uh, they have a very experienced team. Um, and yeah, I guess they did really well last year in Jukola for the first two legs with uh, Roman Irapolov on the first leg and then Wojciech Kral on the second. I think they were like in the top three of the two legs. Uh, I expect them to try to repeat that. So they start with Ryapolov and then they have Karl and then yeah, Konstantin Serebratsky on the third leg, I expect. And then maybe they put in Erik Rost or Artem Panchenko or something like that on the shorter legs. And then I expect them to finish with uh, the Swiss guy, Florian Attinger. He's a decent runner. And then I'm not sure if they have one really interesting guy in the team. And that's the young Russian. Ilya Malgin, uh, he's still a junior. And of course, as he's a Russian, he can't compete in internationally. And then there's like the, the problem is, I think he's 19 years old. And I'm not sure how easy it is for a 19 year old Russian man to leave Russia at the, the time we are inside. So yeah, I'm, maybe he's not coming. But if he's coming, at least that's something to watch out for. Because uh, yeah, uh, Mura is... Unfortunately, way behind what they used to be 10 years ago uh, or seven years ago or something like that, where they were a factor to count in. Uh, now, if they, yeah, they were 22 last year. If they can be something like that again, I think that would be something they should be happy with. And then bit number 21, we have an interesting team. Uh, I think they will uh, try to... Uh... Uh, show that they could get a better beep number uh, next year. Yeah, so Nidal was 21 last year. They were number 20 at Umila. Uh, I, I, I think it would be hard for them to get a much better number beep. Uh, I think the terrain should suit them, uh, but they are also not as good as they were a few years ago. Uh, of course, it's really hard to maintain a very good team when you've been yeah, during the last five years, you you know you have lost Eric Langdal Breivik, you have lost Elias Jonsson, you lost Lukas Lilan, you've lost Isaac Jonsson, you lost Cornelius Löfald. I mean, if they had those five guys, they would have been one of the favorite teams. Uh, but yeah, uh, Alan Cherry will likely run the first leg. He's a good first leg runner. Uh, maybe Jon Osman will run the third leg, and Anders Haga should run the last leg. Uh, Anders Nuberg was not running Tumila, but he is back running now. Uh, it will be interesting to see if he's feeling ready to run second leg or if he has to run a shorter leg. He has not been competing much this year. Uh, 
but they have some decent runners to fill in. Uh, Nils Niklasson has been one of the best Norwegian juniors this year. Uh, Bojan Blumenstein is a good runner. Ovar Haga is a good runner. So they have a lot to choose from for 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 the shorter legs, but they are lacking a bit of quality on the longer legs, I think. Uh, Nubai has been struggling with uh, his uh, cough after uh, yeah, maybe a, a little injury there in the early spring uh, also. So, But uh, he had a decent race this weekend and uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see uh, which leg he will uh, uh, get out in Yukola. Uh, yep, and then from a very experienced team to... Uh... A team that is uh, on the way up and forward. Uh, a young team in Turun Sunnistayat. Number 20 last year. Uh, disqualified at Tiumila this year. Uh, some question marks. Uh, Aston Key. Is he coming to run? Uh, I mean, it's three weeks to World Championship. So I expect him four weeks to World Championship. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, so, But he was running Yukola last year. And he's, uh, he's if he's running, he's a very good first leg runner. Uh, they have Tuku Seppa as the big star of the team, uh, going to run the World Championship long distance for Finland. Uh, they have two very good Hungarian runners in 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 the reigning Junior World Championship champion in middle distance, Sultan Boydusu, and the former medalist at Jaywalk, uh, Ferenc Jonas. Uh, and then a Russian guy named Daniel Fomin that is really good, and he's been running well in the VSD Liga this year. And then they can fill in the last two spots with the Danish guy, Lauritz Biskop Müller, and the young Finnish guy, Justus Buri. So this is a team with high potential, uh, but a lot of younger runners, which might lack a bit of uh, experience. Uh, and then this year at Jukola, I'm expecting it to be quite technically uh, tricky. And I'm not sure how well that really suits this team. Uh, I think they were... It, I think it suited them better last year when it was... Uh, yeah, quite open and a lot of fast running. Uh, but they have a team that uh, they are so young and they are all improving. So, yeah, to to be better than number 20, it's it's possible. But if they can repeat it, I think it's a very good achievement for them. Uh, it was uh, really on uh, home soil uh, last year also. Uh, we should uh, take uh, that into account. Uh, we're running in their... Uh... Uh, we should not call it backyard, but it was quite quite close to home. Uh, yeah, but I think they have they had five runners in four at least four maybe five runners in the team not living in Turin or not living in Finland. So I'm not sure how much we can we can put to that. Uh, but yeah, the, of course it's it's always easier when you are running in a terrain that is quite close to where your the club is coming from, of course. Uh, and bit number 19, we have uh, Savedal Soiko. Yep, uh, one of the big disappointments at Tiumila, where they only finished 47th. Uh, part of that because they got a really bad start when Emil Öbro got, uh, yeah, got tramped on the first on, 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 on the start actually, where he broke four uh, ribs and lost a lot of time on the first leg, and they were running bad the whole relay afterwards. I expect them to to do better this time. Uh, last year they were good at very good at Tumila and also good at Yukla where they were number nineteen. And they have a good core in the team with uh, yeah with Simon Dijkström and Heino Ollen and Marcus Millegård. I guess the three of them will run like two, three, and the last leg. And then they need to take some gambles uh, in between there because they have a lot of runners that are 
physically quite good, uh, but maybe not that technical, solid, like, you know, Andre Salin, Anton Novishka, uh, the, the young French guy, Axel Panier, and so on, so on. So, yeah, they are a team that on a good day, they can be in the top 15, uh, but they are lacking depth and they're lacking the, the killer on the last leg. So, yeah, I expect Sevdal to be around number 20, 25. Uh, from Savidal to uh, Poimian Rosti at uh, BIP number 18. Yep, number 18 last year, uh, 35 at Umila. I expect them to be around 18 uh, in that region again. They have some really good runners. Uh, the young Topias Arola is very interesting. Uh, the French guy Loic Capern is a, is a good runner. Uh, Pas Ikonen is a living legend. Uh, Lari Takanen is a good runner. I expect him to run maybe the third leg. Uh, Tobias Henriksson is a good first leg runner. So, yeah, they have every chance to get a good start with, for example, with Tobias Henriksson, Tobias Agola, and Lari Takanen. And then the question mark is, is Friedrich Kranschar showing up? Uh, if he's coming, that's a really big boost for them. If he's not coming, that's, uh, yeah, that's maybe if, that can make a difference of five, six minutes, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I expect them to be fighting for a top 20. Uh, gone are the days where they were fighting for, for the top five and the podium spots when they had Tran Shaw and Ola Lundanes and Friedrich Portin. Uh, but they still have a, a solid team, but not, not a good enough team to be fighting in the top 10. And uh, then we are interested in uh, team number 17, uh, Tyrving from Norway. They were uh, number two uh, back in uh, 2019. Uh, could I repeat that? Yeah, so five of the guys in the team uh, is running exactly the same leg as they did in 2019. Um, so Tyring was number 10 at Umila. Uh, last year they were number 17 at Jukola. Uh, I need to take part of the blame for only being 17 because I was running the last leg because Matthias Kibus was preparing for World Championship and I got passed by a bunch of runners uh, that started quite far behind me. Uh, but yeah, I think Tyrving has a good team. Uh, they're going with the. I mean, I'm in the second team this year. That's why I'm saying them and not we. Uh, so Tyrving is going with the same four guys on the first four legs as they did last year, and then after four legs they were in sixth position. Uh, a bit different order this year. Uh, Wojciech Kowalski will run the first leg. Björn Ekberg will run the second leg. Torjen Nöbeck will run the third leg, and then Anders Kilknes will run the fourth leg. And then you have Håkon Jarvis, Drage, Christoph Meyer, and Matthias Kibus on the last three legs. Uh, so it's a, it's a solid team. It's a very experienced team. It's maybe the oldest team uh, of the ones we are talking about. Uh, I was calculating the average age. Can you just take a quick guess of the average age of the Tyrwing first team? Uh, 34. Yeah, that's a good guess. 34.7. <laughs> So, yeah, three guys out from the Tumila team. It was three of the youngest ones, so the average age is going up. Uh, but the experience is king. Uh, I expect the, yeah, the terrain to be very technical. It will be a lot of trick orienteering, and I think that suits the experienced Turing boys. And then, of course, with Kibbutz on the last leg, you can always hope for, for the big stuff. Uh, I think top five is possible on a, on a great night. Uh, Top ten is definitely doable, uh, as they were number ten, as we were number ten at Umila, and I think it's seven legs suits the team. 
even better. Uh, but yeah, it's so many good teams here. So if you are, you you can run a good relay and become number eight, uh, or you can run a decent relay and be number fourteen. Uh, so we will see. But uh, Ekberg wasn't he getting tired uh, on his leg in Tumila, and he uh, again getting uh, quite a long leg here. Yeah, uh, that's true. On Tumila, he lost some time on the on the running section in the end where you know you crossed the, the second time you were crossing the road uh, but he's uh, he's been training better since Tumila and he had a, a very good long distance in Norway in, in local competition in Oslo uh, in the weekend so I think he should be better suited to deal with uh, 75 minutes now than he was at Tumila and then I think the, at Jukola we can expect much less running on the on the roads uh, and tracks as it was some parts of a teamula so i think it suits him better but yeah i mean when you have a team that is getting older and older uh, and you have runners that are training less and less and you there is always some question marks about the physical part but uh, the technical part i think the technical part is the most important this year at Jukola, so it should hopefully be suiting us very well uh, from uh, Turing to Laden Sunnestad. Yeah, uh, Laden Sunnestad, they were number 16 last year. Uh, and that was, for me, it was a bit of a surprise. Uh, this year they had a bad start of the season. They were bad at Tumila, really bad. They were number 59, but they were also missing quite a lot of runners. Uh, but yeah, they, they are, they're not looking that good when I'm looking at the at the at the runners they have available uh ilan angeli the, the young italian he was very good last year um this year he's been struggling a bit with injuries and i think the last year terrain suited him a bit better than it does this year uh, alex antolainen has been the best runner in the team for the last five six seven years uh, but he seems also he doesn't look it doesn't seem like he's at the same level as he was before and then they have some guys that are, yeah, you know, getting older and older. Um, so yeah, I would be, I would be surprised if Laden Sunnestad is uh, repeating the 16th place or better this year. But uh, maybe um, the 15 uh, position from last year, Ikalis Nosova Voima could uh, repeat. Uh, they're always uh, showing uh, their skirts in Yukola. Yeah, and they have a very good team. Um, I expect Eto Savolainen to run last leg. He's been running. He's been running really well this year. It was a bit disappointing at the selection races in Switzerland, but I mean, it can be so easy that the terrain may, doesn't suit him that well. And in Finland, he's been running really well. Uh, and they have a very good team. Uh, some maybe weak spots uh, on the longer legs. Um, they have uh, maybe two or three guys that. Would have preferred to run the first leg and not that many guys that, that is really suited to run the second or third um but yeah they have a high potential uh, it will not be a surprise if they are in the top 10 uh, but they can also be further below the 15th spot they got last year i guess they will go with uh, Juhu Ilinen on the first leg very fast runner he was running the the trail world championship uh, last weekend uh, Mikko Putanen maybe on the second leg Mikko Knutila is probably the best knighter in theory outside of Eto Savolainen, so he should probably run the third leg. Then I think they will find space for 
for the very experienced Vesa Tanila and then Jona Huila and then have a strong finish with Temo Oksanen and Eto Savolainen. So a top 10 is within reach here. Yeah, we saw uh, Tim Olsson had a really good uh, first uh, uh, middle distance in the selection races. Uh, uh, and I'm uh, pleased to see my uh, former uh, competitor, Vesa Tanla, still uh, in the predicted team, Sarah, for Ekalisten. Uh, exciting to see them. And uh, also exciting to see uh, VIP number 14, uh, Navi. Uh, interesting team also there. Yeah, but... They were they were good last year when they were number fourteen. Uh, they don't look to be this strong this year. Uh, they were number forty one at Timila, but then they were missing a lot of runners. So it's obviously that they had some problems this year with injuries and health and stuff. So honestly, it's one of those teams. I have no idea how how good they will be when they show up. Uh, but yeah, uh, Andreas Sölbe is a good runner when he's in good form. Uh, Jonas Ahola is a good runner. Uh, Alexi Karpinen is a very good runner uh, and then they have like Olle Marcus Taiwan that is experienced and know what to do uh, and then some interesting runners they can fill the team with for example with Andres Jubilis the Latvian guy that won the first leg at the home world championship relay in 2018 I don't think he's as good as he was back then uh, but he can still do a good job on first leg uh, the Frenchman Corentin Roy uh, He's probably finally recovered from running. He was one of the guys running from Nor the south point of Norway to the north point of Norway last summer. Uh, so he's a he's a he he can run a long leg. That's for sure. Uh, that yeah. that's a journey. That's a journey, and that's not only a long run. It's a journey. Also. Yeah, he was running on map and uh, map there together with his uh, brother. I don't remember how many days they used, but it was a lot of kilometers in a lot of days. Uh, so yeah, if he's running the third leg, for example, at Jukla, it will feel like a short jog in the park. Uh, but yeah, Navi 14th last year. I think they will struggle to to repeat that. Yeah, I think uh, Sölberg also uh, said in the selection races in Switzerland that uh, if he has been living in Norway these days, he would not have gone to the selection races. But uh, when uh, he is, uh, even though living in uh, Switzerland, uh, it was uh, quite close. So then he he went there and uh, did uh, did uh, the competitions. Uh, from yep. uh, Navi, we go to Uko Orion. Yeah, now now I think we're getting into the really interesting teams. Uh, Uko Orion is a they are a strong contender for top ten. They were number eleven at the Tumila, losing the sprint for the tenth place. And they have a good core to run, to, to limit the time loss in the night. And then with Anton Johansson on the last leg, they have a, every possibility to run a good relay. I expect them to start with Tim Johansson. Uh, he's been running a lot of good first legs. Uh, Rasmus Elmelid on the second, and then Erik Andersson on the third. Both of them are really solid relay runners. Uh, then Pontus Pettersson on the fourth leg. He's been running well this year. Had a really good performance at Cumula, where he was running in the yeah the, the leg after the long night he was running in the second group with the Linnea and Antony and those guys behind Philip Gran. It's uh, so a very good runner and then they have some weak spots in the team. Uh, I guess they will put the weak the weak link on leg five. I don't know who they will pick from the Tumula team uh, but they have some options and then try to finish strong with the uh, Mons Sangren and 
with Anthony Watson on the last leg. Uh, not a team that will fight for the victory, uh, but potentially a team that can fight for a top 10. Yeah, then uh, we know uh, with uh, Anthony Watson, uh, they have one of the absolutely strongest uh, guys on the last leg. And uh, there will also be a strong guy in, uh, in uh, the team uh, with BIP number 12 on the last leg, Uko Kora. Yeah, they have a ex- they have a team that is having three really really good runners in Eskil Schinneberg, Isa von Husserschena, and Gus- Jonathan Gustafsson. Jonas Gustafsson, sorry, I'm often mixing up those two. Uh, Jonathan Gustafsson is running for Uko uh, for KFM Örebro, and Jonas Gustafsson is running for Kore. So those three are really good. And then you have Thomas Landqvist and Karl Wahlheim, that is experienced and really good. Technical orienteers, perfect for a bit shorter legs in the night. Uh, you have a very strong junior in Joel Gulsete. And then it's starting to be a bit thin. Uh, last year at Jukola, uh, Didrik Hall uh, was running really well on the sixth leg. He was not running Kimila, so I guess he's had some issues. I'm not sure if he's ready to run now, but if if he's not running, then they have a weak link there as the last guy in. So uh, we are guessing that uh, Isak von Klusenstjerne is running uh, the third leg here. Yeah, I think so, because if it was a normal Jukula, there is the sixth leg is quite long, and then it couldn't make sense to save both Isak and Eskil for the last two. Uh, but with the setup this year and the experience they have from Tiumila, where they lost a lot of time on the first leg, I think they will go with uh, Jonas Gustafsson on the first leg. And then Thomas Lundqvist on the second, and then Isak von Klusenstjerne on the third. Uh, Isak is running the long distance at World Championship, and he's yeah he can run night orienteering. And also the the Jukola night is never super dark, so it should suit him very well. And then you can have, have experience Karl Wahlheim on the fourth leg, and then the last guy in the team on the fifth leg, and then you finish with Joel Gulsete and Eskil Schinneberg on the last. 12th place last year. Uh, very bad performance at Timula this year, but they have a lot more potential than that. And yeah, they should fight for a top 10. No doubt. And it will be interesting if a team, team with BIP number 11 can fight for a top 10. Their best uh, second team last year, Ante Anui. Yes, Anthony too. Normally we don't mention the second teams, but I think uh, they deserve it as they were number 11 last year and also the Anthony second team were number 19 at Jumila so the depth they have is insane and this team will have yeah they will have three Jumila winners in the team uh, the team is selected so they start with Oskar Störmer he was silver medalist at night champs in Norwegian night champs this year uh, second leg is Oskar Edvardsson he ran second leg at the Jumila winning team Third leg is Anders Westerl. He was running the sixth leg in the Timila winning team. Uh, on fourth leg, you have Egard Gulbranson, a very good runner. Fifth leg, Erling Jeremstad, also a very good technical runner on these shorter legs. Uh, sixth leg, Mats Eidsmo, which was running the third leg in the Timila winning team. And then they finished with Sigurd Persson Vie that has been very, very good this year. And it was a surprise that he was not in the Timila team. And yeah. So they have a very good team the whole way through. And it will be hard to fight for a top 10, but that's a team that should definitely be around 15, maybe. Yeah, really good uh, performance last year uh, of uh, the uh, two first uh, 
and the new E team, and also in this year's at the team. So they are on a high note, and uh, uh, it, will, it will be exciting to see if they continue on that one uh, uh, also in Yukula. And uh, then we go to the team number uh, 10, with BIP number 10, uh, the Södertälje Kwan orientering. Uh, they're always doing good in relays, but uh, number 10 is not uh, where we used to see, uh, see them. Maybe better than that, but uh, maybe Tiumila suits better than Yukola for Södertälje. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they don't have a, a real killer on the on the on the last leg, and that's. I think that I think you lose more on that in Yukola than you do on Tiumila. Um, they were number six at Tiumila this year. Uh, they were leading the relay after seven legs, uh, so they have a lot of runners that is really really good relay runners. Uh, we got the team confirmed. It's uh, Michal Olenik on the first leg, the Polish guy that has been, yeah, I think from 2019 and until now, he's been maybe the most stable guy in the first leg of the big relays. Uh, Yuan Yibeg on the second leg has had a great season this year. Uh, could I uh, just uh, put in there, we haven't talked about that. Uh, uh, who can be the Benjamin Neslund in uh, the Yukola relay? Uh, Benjamin Neslund was the guy who got the two-minute gap on the first leg in uh, Tiumila. Uh, is that uh, Mikael Olejnik? Can he go uh, alone? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's more of a... I think his best uh, ability is like... Uh, how do you call it? Like group surfing. Uh, so he, I don't think he's the one that is like going to the front and absolutely killing the pack uh, or taking a creative route choice to, to get the lead. Uh, but he's one of those guys that he will he will always pick his forkings and if his forking is longer and he see another group in front of him he is strong enough to catch them um, so yeah I don't think he will be doing a Benjamin Neslund so maybe we have to yeah we didn't mention IFK Umeå uh, but I expect Benjamin Neslund to run the first leg again uh, so might 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 go for the double here but I think uh, yeah, it will be a harder fight here at Jukola uh, it's when it's seven legs instead of ten legs, it's generally slightly better runners on first leg, uh, and also he he doesn't have the benefit of uh, home terrain here. Um, so yeah, uh, we will. It's it's very hard to predict who will win the first leg, but there's from yeah for Södertälje now in tenth place and all the way down, we will see some good candidates to winners of the first leg. Uh, but yeah, if if you're continuing with Södertälje, uh, yeah. you want Yberg on the second leg. Very good runner, uh, Johan Eklarsson, the guy with the mighty moustache. Uh, he was first to change over at uh, Tiumila. I don't think Södertälje will be leading Jukola after three legs, but I expect them to be in the top 10 uh, or in, in contention. And then they have a very strong runner on the fourth leg in Philip Gran. Uh, the guy that made the, the gap on the fifth leg at uh, Tiumila and made Södertälje run in the front alone for several legs. Uh, then Erik Börjeskog on the fifth leg, uh, Matthias Peter on the sixth leg, and finishing with Tino Polsini on the last leg. Yeah, we see many of the guys who, who uh, did uh, really good in uh, Tiumila are uh, also here in the Jukola team. But uh, yeah, maybe they have not that uh, that edge uh, that is needed to to uh, uh, put so big colors on the Jukola relay. 
Um, from uh, BIP number 10 to number 9, we have another team that uh, always uh, is in up there in the big relays. Uh, but uh, there is a, a time since uh, Holden has been winning those relays. Yeah, and I think we can add one more year because this team is not going to win uh, the Jukola 2023. But they have a potential to do a good relay. Uh, they are starting with the, the young Spanish guy, Alvaro Casado. Uh, Nils Christian Hellerud, the Norwegian night champion, is running at second leg. And then they have Guillaume Elias on the third leg, the French guy that is, I think, he's running the long distance at World Champs, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and then they have Ricardo Scalea on the fourth, uh, the Czech Martin Rodney on the fifth. And then they're finishing with Howard Wedege and Magne Daly on the last two legs. So it's a team with yeah, with uh, good potential, uh, but there's also, yeah, there is some some uh, risky cards here. Uh, Alvaro Casado on the first leg, he can be coming back in the front group uh, or he can come back five minutes behind. Uh, Ricardo Scalia with running, yeah, it's, it's probably not that dark on the fourth leg, uh, so it's probably not an issue, but if he has to do night orienteering at his own, I think it can be some risk there. Uh, Martin Rudney is on good days very good, but he's also a bit unstable. Uh, Howard Wedege started the season really well, uh, but he was having a nightmare at the Tiumila, losing 15 minutes or something like that. Uh, and Magne Daly has not been as good this year as he was before. So, yeah, it's, it's a solid team. They were number 18 at Tiumila. I think they will do better than that. But yeah, somewhere between 8 and 15 for Halden, I think. It was a disappointment for Halden at Timula, and they were going for revenge here in Jukola. But there are, yeah, you didn't call it weak links, but maybe there are some crucial points here or crucial legs. Tula Messen Kaviat is a team that always are doing good in. Jukola, uh, they're going with the BIP number 8 there. Yep, it was a good relay for them last year. They had a good Tumila where they finished number 9. And also now from Tumila they get uh, Ruslan Glebov uh, for Jukola. And I think they have a very strong core in the team with uh, Jussi Suna on the second leg, Samu Heiska on the third leg, and then Ruslan Glebov on the, third, on the last leg. And then how to pick the rest, it's very hard to pick. Uh, some of the guys that was running really well at Tiumila, Esa Huttunen, Tapani Mäkinen, or he's changed name now. I don't remember the new name, but he was named Tapani Ta, uh, Mäkinen before. He's a, they are good night orienteers. They're good technical, uh, so they should be able to do well on the on the shorter legs. Uh, the, the Latvian guy, Fritsch Spectors, he was running well at uh, Tiumila. Uh, you have experienced guy like Edgar Spertox, uh, Robert Merrill, the Austrian guy. Uh, so they have a lot of guys to put in uh, into the team uh, on the shorter leg or on the first leg. Um, so I think they are a team that can fight for a top five. They are always running good at Jukola, as you mentioned. Um, and I think the terrain should suit them well. So definitely one team to look out for, and Ruslan Gebov is in very good form. But yeah, he's he's not he's not going to he's not going to 
be in a position where he can he can win the relay? Uh, a team that uh, has been winning this relay earlier and uh, were uh, really disappointing at uh, Tiumilo. Bip number seven, IFK Göteborg. Yeah, they have a very interesting team. And also, it's a team that is very hard to predict how they will line up. First of all, it's the, the question marks around Kasper Fosser. Is he feeling confident enough about his injury issues that he wants to run the last leg? Or if he want, or does he want to run a shorter leg? We will have to wait and see. Uh, I expect Kasper Fosser and Max Peter Beimer to run the last two legs either Normally with Fosse on the last leg, but it can also be Beimer on the last leg. Uh, then Søren Tranødum will be in the team. Uh, Howard Eidsmo will be in the team. Quentin Mollet will be in the team. Fredrik Bachmann will be in the team. And then the last guy should be either Philip Ossiasson or Johan Högstrand, where I think I would go for Ossiasson. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of different ways to set it up, and there is no clear, op- obvious solution as it used to be before, you know, when they had Högström and Vettlerud-Brotten, it was obvious that those two were going to run the two long night legs. Now it's, uh, yeah, it might end up with uh, Fredrik Bachmann on the second and Hover Eidsmo on the third. Uh, I think maybe that's the most likable, uh, likely solution. But uh, yeah, we will see when the team comes out. But they are uh, definitely a team that should be able to fight for the victory. Uh, they were number 14 at Jumila. If they are not doing better than that, it's a massive surprise. They were number seven last year with a weakened team because of the World Championship. So, yeah, I think uh, IFK Göteborg is a team that can win. Uh, they should definitely be fighting for the week, uh, for the podium. Uh, Kove uh, has also won Jukola earlier and uh, can again fight for the podium. Maybe not so strong uh, anymore, but... Uh... I think we should not count them out. No, and Kuve had a good team where they were number eight. Uh, they were number six last year. Uh, and they have a team that is it's solid. Uh, you go through a team and there's like no weak links, but there is also no killers anymore. Uh, Alexander Kratov is still extremely good, but he's not as good as he used to be. Uh, Timo Sild has not been superb form lately. Uh, Lauri Sild is, is a very good relay runner, but he's not a killer anymore. Uh, I expect them to go with Tim Robertson on the first leg, and then you have Sild brothers, Kratov on the short fourth leg. Then, yeah, Jon Hirvikalli, Bartos Pavlak, or Daniel Vandas, those three will probably take leg five and six, and then you run with Kenny Kivikas on the last leg, as they did on Timila. So, I think they've been running extremely well in the relays the last two years with the team that is, you look at the team and you think, ah, that's maybe a team that can be around 10, 15, but they have been far up in the top 10 every time. And I expect them to be in the top 10 also this time. Uh, they have the key to how to solve the relays. Uh, and uh, that we can also say about uh, pip number five, Kalman Rosti. They were number four in Tiumila and also, and uh, yeah, number five in Jukola last year. And then I think it was without uh, Mika Kirmula. Yeah, the, no, or was it without uh, Thomas Krivda? I don't. Yeah, it was one of those that was missing. It was probably Kirmula, as you said. Uh, so yeah, they have a good team. But yeah, there are some some. I have some issues when I'm thinking about how they will line up uh, because. 
if it was a normal Lucula where it was a quite long six leg, it would be obvious that you go with Kivda and Kirmula on the last two. But now that the six leg is so short, maybe they have to use Kivda in the night. But yeah, I think they will go for the go aiming for the victory uh, because they are a team that can fight for the victory uh, and they have a strong enough last leg runner to actually win the relay. So I think they will save Kivda for the sixth leg and finish with Kirmula. And that makes some challenging selections uh, earlier in the relay. Uh, I expect them to start with the Swiss Ricardo Rankan, as they often do on the first leg. He's very strong, uh, solid first leg runner. Uh, then maybe Jere Pajunen on the second leg. I think he's been running quite well this year. Um, and then the question is who is strong enough to run the the long third leg? Uh, Lauri Nenonen was extremely good at Humila. He won the seventh leg there. But he's not a long distance runner. Uh, yet I would still go probably go for him at the third leg and hope he hope he can keep it all together for almost 90 minutes there on the third leg. And then Santri Silvenoinen or Marcus Resnen or Rudolf Sernis on the fourth leg. And then you finish with Maxim Rotterier and the two yeah, two superstars in Kirda and Kirmula. So that's a really strong team. Um, but the question mark is the second leg and the third leg, and especially the third leg. A uh, team that uh, can uh, contend for uh, a medal uh, or a podium position. Uh, and that uh, also counts for uh, bit number four, Ukulene. Uh, last year they were going without some uh, world uh, championship runners, but uh, this year they are uh, quite strong uh, again. And uh, they are uh, runners who have shown uh, a really good shape. I'm talking then about Oskar Sjöberg, who is not among the national team runners anymore. No, uh... Ukulene has a really good team. They have four runners that is going to the World Championship. Uh, they are, however, missing Janis Bonek. Uh, Bonek has been running incredibly good this year. And on the long-distance selection race, he was extremely good, where he was only beaten by Kasper Foster in one of the two classes. Uh, he's not coming to Ukula this year because of altitude training before World Championship. I think that's a big loss for Linné because he's been superb. Uh, but they have... They have a very good depth and they can cover for that loss without it being really a big loss at all. Um, we have, I haven't seen the team, uh, but I expect them to start with uh, Reto Ekje. And then probably Milos Nikodim on the second leg. Uh, Rasmus Andersson probably on the third leg. And then they're going very hard on those three shorter legs with uh, Oskar Sjöberg, Albin Riedfeldt and Luca Basse before they finish with uh, Lucas Liland. Uh, I think Lucas is is not the best starting here in the team, but I think he's the strongest long distance runner. Uh, so with such a such a long long distance, I think it's better that he is running the last leg than Albin and Lucas. Especially now that we're so close to the World Championship, where both Albin and Luca will run the middle distance. I focus on that while Lucas Lilan is aiming for the long distance. So yeah, I think if it was seven individual races. And you add the times together, uh, I would say that Ukolini has the best team. Uh, but yeah, running the relay is different. And yeah, I think Lucas Lilan is a very good runner, but there is quite a few that is better than him on the last leg. 
So we will see if the, the other six can serve him the, the, the gap he needs. Uh, we uh, take a listen to what uh, Almen Girfeldt uh, thinks about uh, this year's Jukola. Uh, uh, Alban Irfeldt, um, you and Uko Linné won the Tiumila last year. That was a big success. Jukola um, last year was also good running number four and uh, Tiumila this year number three. It's a good uh, good record there, but Jukola uh, this year, uh, are you aiming for also a podium position? Uh, of course, we're, we're aiming for, for the win. We haven't won Jukola yet, um, so that's of course the target, but... Uh, uh, there are, I think it's tougher to win win Jukola, uh, for us at least, because uh, Storatuna and some other teams are really strong over seven men, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, how is it for you if uh, Storatuna kind of gets historical win, winning four in a row? Uh, that would be a big motivation to to strike back against them. Yeah, 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 of course. we. Um, yeah, we'll try to, to stop them from that. Uh, but uh, Tiumil this year, I should not dig in uh, big um, disappointments, but uh, there was not going so good for a couple of guys there. What are you doing to perform better in Jukola? I think it was uh, a little bit uh, uh, bad performances for me, myself, and maybe Luca had, didn't have his best day on the last leg either. Quite opposite from when we won last year, so I think we, we need to step up a little bit um, and... Uh, take the, the chance when we have have it in the decisive moments. So, um, yeah, we, we worked a little bit with some attitude towards Jukola and there are always like these small things, small margins. So we just hope that it's uh, working better at Jukola. Uh, you were number four, as I said uh, last year. Uh, uh, how is it you, that you are better this year? Uh, I think overall, uh, I would say the team is uh, maybe at the same, same level and uh, we were... Um, we were missing uh, both uh, Lucas Liland and Luca Basse last year, and they will run this year. So, in that aspect, I think we have a stronger team. Uh, is it so strong that it's uh, difficult to pick seven runners out of the Tiumila team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's it's really difficult, and we will have these races here, the the Wook test races, as some kind of um, form. Uh, um, Looking at the format, some guys to to pick the last guy because it's it's really hard to to choose from the ten. But uh, who is the captain? Who is running last leg? We have said uh, seen that you and uh, Luca Basse is alternating, and Lucas Lilan has also been doing some last legs. Uh, have you decided? Uh, we haven't decided. Usually we decide quite late, but uh, I think uh, Lucas is uh, Liland. He's uh, been in a really good shape, and I think the the length of the last leg will will suit him well. Me and Luca is maybe more suitable on shorter legs. So I think, yeah, we, we will see. But uh, right now, I would pick uh, Liland for the last one. And who will you pick for Yukola uh, victory? If you should uh, tip, uh, of course uh, <laughs> ourselves. But uh, Tuna is uh, is tough to beat as always. Yeah, but you are offensive and uh, uh, looking forward to Ukla. Nice to hear. Thank you. From uh, Albin Riedefeldt and Uko Lene, we are uh, going to uh, the three best teams of uh, last year's Ukla. Uh, and uh, number three last year, they uh, uh, was winning Tiumila. Uh, Ante Anui, we are talking about then. Yeah, and... Uh... They have confirmed the team lineup and they have a very, very good team. Um, they're starting with Uli Kaskibarnesen. Uh, he was running first leg at Tiumila, the Norwegian knockout champion this year. 
Uh, then on the second leg, Sander Arnsen And uh, well we have to mention Orienteer of the Month uh, in even National Orienteering Podcast in uh, May. Because yeah, of, I, think, uh, I think maybe that's like his biggest achievement in Orienteering so far, uh, honestly. So, but yeah, uh, a very good first leg runner. Uh, so we should expect them to get a good start. Uh, then on the second leg, they have like, I would not say it's a weak card, uh, but he's the... He's maybe the the least experienced and the least uh, merited uh, runner in the team, uh, Sander Arntzen. And yeah, I mean, he was running the long night in in, in Tiumila. He is, was running the World Cup for Norway in the spring. So he's very good orienteer. Uh, but I saw that uh, in the weekend, he got beaten by quite a few of the Tyrving boys uh, in, in the middle distance in Oslo. So maybe that's not a good sign. Um, so yeah. He's running the second leg, and then Isaac Jonsson is running the third leg. Another runner that has very high potential. Uh, he was, for about 60 minutes on the long-distance selection race, he was fighting for, for the last spot in the in the Norwegian team for World Championship, and then he made some mistakes and lost time in the end. Um, but yeah, he's running the third leg. And then uh, very... But uh, just to mention about uh, Sonansen against the Turing guys, uh... I think it's uh, really difficult to beat the Turingers uh, in their own, own uh, apple garden there in uh, west of Oslo. They're really yeah, strong but... there. Uh, Anas Tiltnes and uh, Toga Nörbeck, yeah, as we are talking about. Uh... Uh, Björn Ekeberg it was, I think. Not okay. Toge. Yeah, But, uh, you know, Sander Arnsen is also coming. He's like from Lierbygda, which is like the neighbor club to the west. So he should also be familiar with that type of terrain. Uh, but yeah, so moving back to the point, I think Anthony has a really strong uh, squad from the fourth leg and to the finish. Uh, Hans Petter Matisen, he, individually, he's not the best orienteer in, in Norway or in the world, uh, but he's a very, very good relay runner. He's gathered a lot of experience over the years and I, he's always performing well and he's a card you can trust. Uh, he might not. He, he's not going to win the leg, but he is going to go stable and pass guys that are making mistakes. Uh, and then on the fifth leg, you have Jurgen Barkley, extremely strong, might be one of the strongest guys on this leg. Uh, then you have Erik Langdal Breivik. Uh, he was winning the eight leg at Tiumila. Uh, he was not far away from getting a spot in the Norwegian World Championship team. And yeah, and then you finish with Elias Jonsson. Uh, there was uh, maybe a question mark about Elias Jonsson after uh, uh, injury in uh, his uh, arm in the selection races. Uh, uh, do you have any news on that one? Uh, well, obviously they have entered him for the last leg and I saw on Strava that he had gotten some new cool protection. Uh, so it looks to be all right. Uh, so I think he can hold this map and I think he can punch the controls. Uh, so it should be going good. Um, and Antanui, they won um, the for the first time uh, this spring, uh, but Jukola, uh, they have won several times before, to be clear on that one. Uh, uh, we should maybe listen to what uh, Erik Langdahl-Breivik uh, telling about how they will do this Jukola uh, relay. Uh, Erik Langdahl-Breivik, you were... Um... Uh, very good in the morning at Umila, uh, making some uh, gaps uh, to the other teams uh, in the lead uh, for Antanui. 
later on uh, a victory for you. Uh, what's the plan for Jukola? The plan for Jukola is uh, the same as the Umel, I guess, uh, making t- 10 good uh, uh, loops or legs, and uh, yeah, hopefully we are managed to to make a good performance uh, as well on uh, on Jukola. Uh, you were a podium uh, as number three last year at Jukola, uh, winner of the Um That's setting the limit for uh, this year's Jukola. Uh, uh, what's our goal? I guess the goal is to be on top three again. Uh, but uh, in the end, it's up, up to us making uh, good races. Uh, but I, th- I think uh, the the guys are very suited for. Uh, for doing good orienteering as well on on Nukla, I think uh, a lot of us are in good shape uh, and coming out of Tiumila with uh, with a happy happy smiles and uh, yeah, a, a confident uh, in a confident way that we can do good uh, orienteering as well on Nukla. Uh, yeah, you winning Tiumila has it uh, been? Um doing um, much celebration or have you done the work since then to be uh, in the position to win also Yukla? For myself, uh, I guess not so much uh, partying, but uh, I think the club have uh, celebrated in a good way. And um, But uh, anyway, I think uh, the guys are ready for doing another uh, good uh, relay, so uh, I hope uh, people are Ready for uh, for Yukla. Uh, what's the best to win, Yukla or Tiumila? Uh, for for personally, for me, I think Yukla is uh, uh, maybe one step up. Uh, a really quality uh, orienteering uh, relay, but uh, I like uh, Tiumila as well this year. It was uh, good good orienteering and uh, a very cool terrain. So. Uh, yeah, maybe Yukla uh, a bit, uh, bit better. Yeah, and uh, what uh, should be the position for Anthony so that you can go home uh, satisfied after Yukla t- this year? I think we are satisfied if if the performances are well, but uh, I think the goal is again to be uh, up there in the top three, maybe, and uh, yeah, uh, make a difference uh, on the relay. So you uh, are a top three club now? I guess so. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you a lot. Thank you. The last part to go. Erik Langedal Breivik there uh, from uh, the team who was uh, number three last year. Uh, uh, bronze medal or uh, last uh, uh, space on the medal uh, on the podium. Uh, from them, we go to Uko Ravin, who uh, had uh, the last leg runner who was stronger than Elias Jonsson uh, last year. Maybe he's stronger also this year, but uh, could Uko Ravin serve Gustav Bergman to another podium position in Nukla, Ivo? Uh, yes, they can do it, but uh, I, I, I struggle to see it happening. Uh, they were having a fantastic relay year last year with second place in both Tiumila and Nukula. This year they had a bad Tiumila, uh, only number 12. And I think, of course, they are they are better over seven legs, even if they are losing. 
uh, Ruslan Glebov. Uh, that's a big, big loss, and it's going to have a big impact on their chances. And yeah, I think they need to have some some luck to be able to 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 send out Gustav in a fight for 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 the victory, especially. Uh, I think Gustav Bergman can catch up a lot of time and um, take them to the podium. Uh, but I think there is some yeah it's hard to see. I, I have problems to see them see them fight for the victory here uh, i expect them to start with quentin Rotturier on the first leg uh, he's a very good runner uh, so he can be in the front group no problem on the first leg then eric herne on the second leg he's a very good runner uh, I, I have a feeling that he was slightly better last year uh, but not big difference there uh, and then ideally you would have want Emil Granqvist on the third leg, but he's had some issues this year and he was clearly better last year. And I think I think he's not ready for running uh, almost 90 minute uh, leg. And then I think they need to put Axel Granqvist on the third leg. And he's uh, on good days. He's a very very good orienteer also in the forest, but he's a bit more uh, unstable. Uh, so yeah, there's some potentially to lose time here. Uh, and then with Axel Granqvist on the third, they need to put Emil Granqvist on the sixth leg. Uh, I think he's been yeah, on a middle distance, uh, the, the lack of training because of in, in health, health, injury, health and injury problems this year, uh, mostly, mostly sickness, I think. Um, he, should be, he should be fine for a nine kilometer leg. Uh, and then the question marks are, yeah, the leg four and five, where I think they need to put in the two Men 18, uh, Edwin Forsberg and uh, Hannes Mogensen. Both of them are extremely good uh, men 18 runners uh, in the top of the you know, in the top of the class in Sweden. So they are really good runners, and they have shown before that they can do do good relays. But is it good enough to keep up with the others? I don't think so. And I mean, even if they are running solid races there they might lose five minutes and it's going to be really hard for Emil Granqvist and Gustav Bergman to catch up those five minutes on the last two legs. Uh, we know that uh, Gustav Bergman is always uh, one of the best on the last leg, but yeah, uh, you need to bring him out in the front. Uh, so maybe it will be uh, more uh, top uh, six, top ten for uh, Ravin at uh, this year's Jukla. Yeah, I think... Uh... I mean, they can. They were number two last year. They can be. They can win, of course. But I think the most likely scenario is somewhere between three and eight, somewhere there. Uh, they have a very, very good team, uh, but they are lacking Ruslan Glebov to be really, uh, be a, a big, big challenger to the victory. But uh, maybe the biggest favorite uh, going with the BIP number one, uh, three victories in a row. Uh, Suatuna Uko, is it a new yeah, victory you, coming? Uh, when you've been winning the last three times with the same seven guys that you will be lining up this year, you have to be the favorite. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Victor Svensk and Emil Svensk looks to be stronger than they have ever been. Uh, but behind them, it's not. There are there are more question marks than it used to be. Uh, I expect them to start with Jesper Svensk. He's an experienced first leg runner. He's been running good first leg at Jukola before. Uh, it's not been his best season, but he's more than good enough to to give them a 
proper good start. Uh, then on the second leg, they would feel probably Ole Kalered or Joakim Svensk. Um, both of them are, yeah, they are, you know, they're getting older as well and they are maybe not uh, training it with the same quality as before when they, you know, you might have more motivation when you're younger and aiming for maybe taking a spot in the national team. Um, so yeah, they are, they are, I, they are still extremely good, but I think they are both slightly less good than they were last year. And especially the, maybe in 2021, uh, where both of them were really, really good. Um, and then Henrik Johansson will probably run the third leg. He was in the top 10 at European champs long distance last year. He's been running some absolutely fantastic wheelie legs for Sturatuna. Uh, especially the one in uh, Rovaniemi Jukola where he catched up so much time on the second leg there. Mm, and then the other one of Jukki Svensk and Ole Kalred on the fourth leg, I think. And then they would put the weak link Anton Sjöqvist on the fifth leg. Uh, there, might be, there might be reasons to put Sjöqvist on the fourth leg uh, and then save Jukki Svensk or Kalred to the fifth leg. Uh, but I think Anton Sjöqvist is running a lot better when he doesn't have to carry a headlamp. Uh, when it's yeah, when there's no darkness around him, I think he's much better. Uh, he's he's a good relay runner. If he gets some some group around him, he's good to keep up with them, and he's able to yeah to pick his forkings. Uh, and I think if he gets if he's running fifth leg, I think Sturatuna will be in the in the top three after four legs. And then he will not lose a lot of time. And then it will be up to Victor Svensk and Emil Svensk on the last two to bring it home. Yeah, and then we think uh, Victor Svensk will run uh, number six and Emil Svensk number seven. Last year yeah, it was I think uh, that, Yeah, but I think it's quite obvious when you when you see how good Emil Svensk is now. Uh, he has to run the last leg. Uh, last year, he, it was a week before Jukola and he had been preparing for sprint the whole sprint. Uh, a week before uh, uh, the World Champs. Exactly, and he had preparing for the sprint the whole time, and Victor Svensk had been running, uh, yeah, been focusing on the forest races, and then it was different. But this year, uh, this year it should be Emil on the last leg. And uh, so then we think it will be a new victory for Stuartuna. Yeah, so we can jump to our predictions now that we've gone through all the most interesting teams. Um, so as the same as we did in the women's podcast, we will predict the top five. Uh, but uh, we have to say that uh, we are not uh, looking at each other's uh, predictions uh, before we are uh, uh, telling them now. You you were telling your predictions first. Yes, so we might have some differences, but I think I've gone for the for the the, the coward option, uh, and I've gone for Sturatuna fourth time in a row. Uh, I think they they are less of a favorite than uh, they were last year, um, but I still think it's good enough. And with the form Emil Svensk is in, I think he can he can start a few minutes behind several of the other teams and 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 still win. Um, so Sturatuna for victory, and then I've gone for Tampere Pirento in second place. I think they will be leading after six legs. Uh, and then maybe yeah, Florian Fabian Ebersol will be passed by Emil Svensk, and maybe he will be caught by some other guys, but he will win the sprint and take the second place for Tampere Pirento. Then, uh, then I go on for Entenu in third place. They have an extremely strong team all the way through. Uh, 
and they have a very very strong team on like five and six with Jorgen Barkley and Erik Langdahl-Breivik and Elias Jonsson is a good last leg runner um, so I go for them in third place and then I've gone for Ukoline in fourth dropping just short of the podium and then IFK Göteborg in fifth place so no Helsingis Unestajat no Karl van Rasti uh, for me in the top five uh, and since we have not been looking at each other uh... You're telling no Kalman Rosti and no uh, Helsinki Sunnestad. I've uh, I have both of them in them in my top five list. Uh, uh, I have uh, in this this order uh, to the finish in Nukla. You can only uh, take notes now. Uh, Stuartuna, I think they will win uh, for fourth time in a row. Uh, this time it will be uh, Kalman Rosti uh, at number two. Uh, Ante Anui will uh, do a new uh, good relay and uh, become number three. Uh, Ukulene will uh, be number four. And uh, Helsinki Sunnestad at the uh, fifth uh, spot in this year's Ukula. Uh, take notes now, everyone. Yeah, so then we can see that both of us have gone without Uko Ravinen. So, uh, yeah, Gustav Beiman and Uko Ravinen, you can prove us wrong. Yeah, and uh, to everyone else, we will uh, wish you good luck uh, in uh, this year's uh, Vanla Nukla. And uh, tell about this uh, podcast with, with all the predictions and uh, talk uh, pre uh, the relays. And uh, we will be back again summarizing in one week. Thank you a lot, everyone. Mannen dro ut och löp orientering med kart och kompass och med riktiga sko. Sikta sågar ett bäst notering för kroppen var lätt och god. I vår national orientering podcast. Mapping compass, navigation skill, orientering competition. Jag har mött nog jävligt på bossen här uppe. Running like a motherfucker. I vår national orientering podcast.